Hi everybody, welcome back to another Habibi Suhoor Bites. We are day four of Ramadan already. Uh, with me here today is Jumana Shaheen, a Saudi-born, LA-based, creative producer at Ingenuity Studios. Such a pleasure to have you here. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for having me. How's Ramadan those first days? How, how are they treating you? How do they treat you normally? I think the first days are usually, I mean, with everyone, I feel like, but they're usually the hardest because you're just now remembering that you <laughs> love having your morning coffee and your water and people are talking to you and asking for things in the morning and you're just like, I don't want to deal with you right <laughs> until I eat. <laughs> Which is in 16 hours. <laughs> yeah. And I think in my industry, people are not that patient. I feel like our industries are probably pretty similar. Although I think in the US now, they're starting to implement that understanding of people fasting. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this year goes along. Is it a very communal thing for you? I mean, you are Saudi born. You now live in LA. Is, it, is there a community there? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, there is. I would say that's the biggest thing that I don't I don't like spending Ramadan in the U.S. just because there mm-hmm. isn't that, you know, the festivities and the lights and like everyone knows that not to drink water in public or not to say that that's the expectation, but it's just it's that sense of community is beautiful. I do have between like my friends and I here, we'll have like different like futur nights and we'll, you know, text each other without cursing and complaining about how thirsty we are. <laughs> Um, but as we gear up towards Eid my mom lives in San Francisco and my sister so I typically go there and there's like a mosque and a community and we'll go for Fatur sometimes towards the end of uh, the end of Ramadan where we'll have like celebrate Eid and we'll go to the prayer in the morning and there's just something so beautiful about it I don't know for me Ramadan is just the the groggy feeling waking up when your dad or your mom or you you know whoever's waking you up they they walk they they would walk into the room and they would say something i swear it's a sentence oh my but God. my brain is just not there and i just i would never understand what they were saying and you're like i am so tired i don't want to get out of bed but then like in the back of your head you're like but wait this is my last chance to have <laughs> this is it water. okay <laughs> i guess i'll just go stuff my face really quickly <laughs> is it is there a meal that's just ramadan or like a ritual that's just ramadan for you Oh, absolutely. Lebanon, uh, the yogurt drink, that's a little thick. Right. And tamar, that's the thing, always. Yeah, so for us, the Lebanon is closer to a buttermilk. I see. But they go to other Arab countries and you order a glass of Lebanon and you get like, you're, and I'm like, is this milk good? It doesn't smell. It, what's wrong with this milk? <laughs> There's a lot of milk in the Saudi dishes as well. And it just clicked in my head. I never realized, but Rizbi Lebanon is, I think, Salik. We call it Salik. I found that the safest meals to mention are the the very local meals, so like the kushari, full madamas. Is there is there a Saudi dish that is like the one you're proud of? Kapsa? I don't know, but you can't make that anywhere else. But Saudi, <laughs> I feel like that's the definition of what Saudi dish is. Kapsa. I'm wondering because this is a question I get very frequently. Is there part of your work that you think is is informed by this, and not like the are you representing the Arab world or the Saudi world or like you know whatever i I'm, I'm sure you get that question as much as i do yeah is there something that you just kind of like sneak in that sometimes you don't even realize oh for sure um whenever we design characters i always make them with like thick hair right and they're like why do they have so much hair i'm like do you want them to have less hair like what, what <laughs> um <laughs> i've noticed that for sure um 
sometimes I think at the beginning, whenever we would put in titles and things like that, I would always navigate it to like be on the right. So it's like right. To right. And then it clicked. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I see why it needs to be on the other side, even though it's in English, but I would still right. push towards the side. I don't know why. It's funny because I have very similar things. They're very small things, but they're sort of like fingerprint. I've made a whole bunch of post-apocalyptic games. None of them feature like alcohol as like a storytelling thing. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can see how I would not do that. Yeah. Certain things with like color, I feel like are, are sort of from that background as well. I really like those greenish blues. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm always, it's always one of my favorite things to ask is like, how do you see your own cultural fingerprint in your work? And I kind of hate asking the question with people that are also one of the few uh, visible people of a culture in a work, because at that point, you're basically asking like, hey, can you represent all of that? Yeah. That's a heavy thing to carry, right? Like, I think when you're younger, and I remember when I was in college, I was just like, yes, I want to bridge the gap, you know, between the Westerns and Saudi. And and that was, you know, that was a big driving force until I realized, I was like, you know, that's that's a lot to ask. I don't know if I can really do that. But to say I'm the representation of it, I know so many people will disagree with that. Right. For sure. Um, I um, always find that more than trying to be a bridge, I've I've switched to trying to be a, somebody yeah. who is not not even I'm trying to be, just I am. Just yeah. the fact that my name appears on an article or in an interview and they look at the name and they go, that sounds like me. There's so much power in that. There's so much power in seeing and knowing that like you have the ability to put your name on the same thing. You have the ability to get there. Right. Um, it's nice i think for me the the next hope and part of the reasons this this whole podcast exists is that i want to show that we're also not monolithic yeah because that's the thing if if there's only a few role models in a space or only a few visible people of a culture in a space people sort of assume that they represent everybody and we can't even agree about who makes the best kebab (laughs) exactly exactly so who makes the best kebab my answer is my dad for sure hands down without any or argument whatsoever you can (laughs) Give me a, you know, a four-page essay on why it's a secret with me, but I won't budge. (laughs) (laughs) My dad makes the best spaghetti, but like baked onions on top of it and a little bit of tomato sauce and sambal. And I'm just like, none of these things really sound like they should go with spaghetti. And later I realized that he was just taking the kosheri recipe. Egyptianified. (laughs) Yeah, he just made spaghetti kosheri. Spaghetti? I don't know how you would. (laughs) But yeah, he definitely doesn't make the best kebab. Egyptians make the best kebab? What, What is your answer? I mean... You know, my answer to everything by default is Egypt until I actually research it. But yeah, having seen the research by now and having looked at the different kebabs, maybe it is, maybe it is the Iraqis. We can change opinions. We can change our minds, right? After this COVID thing is over, we're just gonna we're gonna find every kebab in the world and we're just oh gonna taste God. it. That should be. That can be like a visual show of this podcast. That would <laughs> be all fun. Of us eating. I would watch that. I would also record that because. Same. <laughs> I get to eat lots of kebabs. <laughs> Let's do that. Jumana, if um, if people want to follow what you're doing, why can't they find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Also, like if you just want to see what type of work I do, I do have a website, jumanajayan.com, and I have an IMDb. But mostly for updates and things like that, I'm pretty consistent with my Instagram, which is just jumana underscore shaheen. Um, and Twitter. Right. Twitter is more about kind of my frustrations. So... <laughs> If you're you're along for a journey, come along. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much to everybody for listening. We'll be back next time.